Welcome to the Jaden Roberts Audio Podcast. My goal is to encourage you and build up your faith with the Word of God. Enjoy. Welcome to the Jaden Roberts Audio Podcast. I am your host, Jaden Roberts, and it's awesome to be back with you. So I have a maybe a quick message, depending where the Holy Ghost does. Um, I felt the Lord drop this in my spirit while I was at school. Um, and I, I'm titling this Booting Anxiety. Kick it out. I'm kick it out. And it's sad. I understand why unbelievers deal with anxiety because they're not saved. And anything that happens in the world affects them. You know, because they're they're a part of the world. You know, they're not saved. But it's super sad that anxiety affects Christians. And if you're a Christian watching me, anxiety has no place in your life. God's plan is not for you to live in anxiety, fear, um, depression, um, the enemy torturing your mind where you can't sleep at night and you're rolling over and, you know, you, you're losing sleep. And as a result, you can't function throughout your day and your day is ruined. No, God's plan is for you to have peace and not just any peace. I'm talking about peace beyond understanding. I'm talking about you sleeping at night, you getting, you know, feeling rested when you wake up, you going out, going throughout your day. Um, not worrying about anything. Your mind is not being plagued with thoughts from the enemy. You know? And I'm going to get into that. Booting anxiety. Christians should not be dealing with anxiety. Especially if they know what the Bible says. And the reason why Christians deal with the anxiety is because they have not, they're ignorant in the part where the Word of God says... Cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Jesus said, don't worry about your life. Don't worry about your life. Don't worry about what's going to happen in your life. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about future events. Don't worry about that stuff. Don't worry about that stuff. And the reason why so many Christians deal with anxiety and fear is because they're ignorant in the part where the Bible says... You can have peace beyond understanding. He gives you peace. There is peace serving the Lord. It's not it's not burdensome. It's not hard. It's not, you know, where you get beat up in life by the devil. No, the devil's under your feet. The devil's under your, your feet. And Christians are ignorant in the Bible verse where it says, take cap take thoughts into captivity and teach them to the, to obey Christ. Every thought that raises itself against Christ, against the anointing, because that's what Christ is, the anointed one, the anointing, raises, raises its head up against that, take it in captivity. Put it down. Put it into submission. Pull it down. And Christians are ignorant of that. And as a result, the devil takes advantage of their ignorance and attacks them. And I'm a 
I'm telling you, anxiety will leave your life if you're dealing with it after this podcast. I'm telling you, you'll feel such a peace that you've never felt. You've never felt a peace like this before. It's the presence of the Lord. So I'm going to get into this. Let's go to John 10, 10. John 10, 10. Super excited to be with you today. By the way, I'm recording this on a Tuesday. I am recording this on a Tuesday. And who knows where this be released, my guy? Who knows? Who knows? You know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. John 10, 10. Here's what the Bible says. The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. Don't know why I said kill like that, but, you know, we'll just flow with it. The thief's purpose <laughs> is to steal, kill, and destroy. My purpose, Jesus' purpose, is to give them a rich and satisfying life. So the enemy's purpose in your life is to steal, kill, and destroy. So he, what the enemy wants to do is steal your peace so you can't sleep at night, steal your joy, steal your, your happiness, anything that gives you enjoyment in life. He wants to steal it. He wants to destroy your life. He wants to kill you. Let me, this might sound harsh, Jaden, you you did not just say that. You 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 take that back. It's not true. No, it, this is this what I'm about to say is true. What I'm about to say is very true. The devil wants to kill you. He wants to kill you. That's his that's his main goal. He wants to kill you and see you in hell. So that's his plan. That's his goal. He he loves seeing people in hell. He loves torturing people. He loves seeing people tortured with sickness, plagued in their minds, on depression, just to get their minds to calm down. That is demonic. You think it's God's plan for people to take medication to get their minds calmed down so they can sleep? That is of the devil. That is of the devil. Taking medication so you can sleep at night because you don't have a peace and your mind's roaming. What about this? What about my kids? What about my family? That's the devil pitting thoughts in your mind. Oh, something's going to happen. What, about, what if this happens? What if this? What if this? And it's, it's such a trick from the enemy because he'll pit things in your mind that is not even going to happen. And that doesn't even make sense. He'll trick your mind. Oh, what if this happens? What if what if your husband, when he's all, when he's going home from work, what if he gets in a car accident? What if your what if a school shooter goes to your 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 child's school? What if you get in a car accident while you're driving? That's such a lie from the enemy. Plaguing people's minds with that junk. Such a lie. He wants to steal your peace, steal your joy. And the Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. So if if he can steal your joy, then that means he's zapping strength from you. And when, you're, when your strength is zapped from you, you're weak. 
And he takes advantage of weak Christians and weak people in general. Not just Christians, people in general. When they're weak, he takes advantage of them. The Bible says he prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He devours the weak ones. He doesn't mess with the strong ones because the people who know who they are in Christ, he ain't, they, he ain't messing with them. Because he knows if, they, he, if he messes with them, he'll get his butt beat up. He'll get freaking Mike Tyson. Pew, pew. You know, he doesn't want the work. He doesn't want the work. He, you know, this is karate kid out here. He would get, hi, you know, like he doesn't want that. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't want that work. But to the weak, he would devour them up. Torture them. But notice this. This is Jesus's purpose for life. This is what he wants. He, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying, satisfying peace, joy, happiness, enjoyment. Let me tell you something. God has not called you to endure life. He called you to enjoy life with your family. Surrounded by the people you love, surrounded by the, by, by the things you, you like to do, things you, you find enjoyment in. It, it gives God joy seeing his kids in happiness and abundance and joy. And, you know, what, what father doesn't want to see their kids happy? God loves seeing his kids happy. Amen. Jesus' purpose is to give you a rich abundance, surplus, and satisfying life. Satisfying. Hallelujah. Peace. Peace. The Bible also says, Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Take off that the yoke, the heavy yoke. G give me, give me the heavy yoke. Give it to me. I'll carry it. I'll carry the heavy yoke. Hey, you take mine. It's light. It's easy. It is easy. I'll take the heaviness off of you, and you take my yoke. Hallelujah. And that's what he's going to do today by the power of the Holy Ghost. By the end of this podcast, in the name of Jesus, every heaviness, every weight that's been on your shoulders is going to drop off in Jesus' name. It's going to feel like a ton of bricks lifted off of you, fell off of your back. And you feel a peace. You'll feel a peace. Peace in your mind. You you don't have to struggle in your mind another day in your life. You don't have to struggle to get sleep. You don't have to wake up in the night because of an a panic attack or anxiety attacks. You don't have to you don't have to struggle with that. That's not God's plan for your life. He wants you to be fully satisfied in life. That's his plan and that's his purpose for you. I'm going to go to Philippians 4. 
and I felt I just wanted to get this out real quick and then I'm doing a part two of anointed to destroy um anointed to destroy the works of the devil because anxiety is a work of the devil it is it plagues people's minds it lies to people's minds and it steals it makes people not want to live anymore who wants to live every day taking medication to sleep taking medication throughout their day so they won't be as worried medication doesn't help you can't medicate a demon you can't solve a supernatural problem with a, with a natural solution it never works what that person dealing with anxiety needs is the power of the holy ghost to lift every heavy burden and you'll feel a million times lighter all that weight of the world is not on your shoulders anymore it's on Jesus's you can't medicate a demon what is it going to do just numb it for a little while it's going to come back it's going to come back but I'm telling you the power of the Holy Ghost is going to destroy that thing because the Bible says the anointing destroys every yoke of bondage not breaks because if you break it, you can just glue it back together again. But if you completely destroy it, you can't. It's done. Destroy every. I prophesy to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Every yoke that the devil's pit on you is being destroyed now by the fire of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Every yoke of bondage is disintegrated right now in the name of Jesus right now Philippians 4 verse 4 and I'm going to read all the way through verse 8 always be full of joy in the Lord joy is a fruit of the spirit joy is a fruit of the spirit Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considering all you do. Remember that the Lord is coming soon. Verse 6, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which succeeds anything we can understand, passes all understanding. It's not normal peace. It's not human peace. It's God's peace. His peace will guard your hearts and minds. Look at that. God's peace will guard your your heart and your mind and will guard you. It will it, it's a it's a shield uh, around your mind and your heart. When you have panic and anxiety attacks, your heart is beating like like boom 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 boom. Like it's just it's like fast, but when you have God's peace Guarding your mind, guarding your heart. The devil can't touch you because he can't get past that shield. He can't get past that barrier. The Bible says don't worry about anything. Worry is of the devil. God's plan for you is not to worry about anything. Listen, if when, if, when you're God's child, God has your back. 
God's not going to let you down. God's word is not going to let you down. God's word never fails. Worry is of the enemy. When you're on God, when, when you're following God's steps and you're doing what God's calling you to do and you're God's child, there's no worry in that. Because God's going to supply all your needs. God's going to take care of you. God, make no mistake about it. God's not a, um, a hypocrite. God's not a mean person. God's not a person that doesn't do what he says. No. God's not an evil father. No. He takes care of his children. He takes not just care. He takes very good care of his children. He looks after them. He, he supplies all their needs. He knows what they need before they even ask him. He's a answer. He's a prayer answering God. He, he answers your prayers. He is attentive to their prayers. He's a prayer answering God. God wants to give good gifts. Jesus said this in the book of Matthew. He said, you sinners, you wicked people, you wicked fathers know how to give good gifts to your children. How much does the father in heaven know how to give good gifts to his children? You, Jesus said this, you wicked fathers, if your children came up to you, would you for food, would you give them a stone? Would you give them a snake? Would you give them a scorpion? No. So if you wicked fathers wouldn't do that, and you give them good gifts, how much does God want to give good gifts to his children? He takes very good care of his children. Make no mistake about it. Make no mistake about it. The Bible says don't worry about anything, but instead pray about everything. Because when you pray, you're in communion with God. Maybe if you are worried about something, take it to God. Don't take it to people. Because people are not going to solve your problem. God is going to do it. You don't have to worry about your safety. You don't have to worry about your children's safety when they're, when they're away from you. No. Say, Father, I thank you that your angels accompany my children, my family, everywhere they go. Be about them like a hedge of fire. No harm or danger will come nigh their dwelling. I thank you for it in Jesus' mighty name. And go throughout your day. Now, here's what it says, verse 8. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, and right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Think about, don't think about negative things. Think it Think about pure. Think about honorable. Think about excellent things. Think about the plans that God has for you. Think, of, think about the promises that God 
has already promised you. On Instagram, I did a, I, I preached on, one of my things was be spirit conscious. Letting the spirit control every part of your life, your thought life, letting him control your thoughts. Let it, let, I'm telling you, when you let him, you'll be thinking about these things. But when people mess up is when they let their carnality control their thoughts and their thoughts roam. Don't you know, let me tell you something. You have control over your mind. Your mind does not have control over you. You're not called to be ruled by your mind. You're called to rule your mind. Say, hey, listen, shut up up there. I'm sleeping. We're sleeping. Be control of your mind. Your mind should not have control over you. No, you tell what your mind what to think about. Fix your thoughts. You have control. You have control over your your mind. Don't let your mind have control over you. No, you have control over your mind. Say, look, shut up. We're not going to think about that. We're going to sleep. And Father, I thank you for, for, um, for a good sleep. I think that I'm going to wake up well rested. I thank you that your angels watch over me even while I sleep. And go to sleep. <laughs> That's how it is. Matthew 6. We're gonna I'm gonna go there. Matthew 6, 25. This is what the Bible says. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes. So let me tell you something. This year, 2020, 2021, 2022, especially in 2020, people were fearful out of their minds taking toilet paper, taking food, emptying out stores because they were afraid. Do we have enough food when this happens? Do we have enough to drink? Do we have enough clothes? Well, the Bible says we shouldn't be worrying about that stuff. For the children of God, we shouldn't worry about... Let me tell you something. For the children of God, when there's no food in the world, I'm telling you. I told you, God will supply. He takes good care of his children. You think he's going to let his children starve? No. He will. Ha if he has to, he will send ravens to come feed us. There's all there's always a spot reserved for the children of God. When famine hits, God always opens up a secret place for where the children of God can be nourished and supplied. You see it Elijah when there was a drought. You think he was suffering from that? No. God supplied for him cuz that was his man. Hallelujah. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Let's skim down to verse 30. If God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers, 
that are here today and thrown to the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Look at that. He will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? Now look at this. Verse 31. Don't worry about things. these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. That's what unbelievers think about. But your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. Many people miss that part. Many people just, just say, seek the kingdom of God above all else. And then, no, live righteously. And he will give you everything you need. Seek his kingdom first and you'll never lack a, a day in your life. When you pick God first, he always puts you first. God will pitch you wherever you put him. If you put him at the bottom of your little list of, you know, plans, well, he'll, he'll do the same for you. But if you put him first and you honor him, he'll pitch you first and lift you up in honor. Now, booting anxiety. Anxiety can't live where the presence of God is is at because in the presence of God there's fullness of joy Psalm 16 11 in the presence of God there's fullness of joy in God's presence there is joy there is peace there is love the Bible says perfect love cast out all fear in God's presence there is love that is unexplainable you feel love and fear and anxiety can't reside in the place because I'm telling you, fear and anxiety has to pack their bags and leave when the presence of God comes in the room. And when you make up your mind, believer, that you're going to continually live in the presence of the Lord, there is no way anxiety can attack your mind ever again. Because the presence of God is not just for a Sunday or a Wednesday. No, you can live in the presence of the Lord. You can carry the presence of the Lord where you are. You can carry the presence of the Lord so the presence of God can affect and change other people's lives. I'm telling you, you can carry the presence of the Lord so strong that when you get around people who are suffering with fear and anxiety, they'll feel the weight of that anxiety and depression and fear lift off of them because they can feel the presence of God on you. They can. I made up my mind. I'm living every single day of my life in the presence of the Lord. I don't want to spend one minute outside of God's presence. Because outside of God's presence, that's when the devil can attack you. That's when all the troubles of life come and hit you. But when you're stead upon Jesus, and when your eyes are looking upon Jesus, and not upon the storm, not upon the wind, not upon the the waves and the currents and everything around you, and you're just keeping your eyes on him and all that matters is him, then this, all these cares of the life, all these cares of this life and on this earth will never matter. It won't matter because you're keeping your eyes on the, on the one thing that matters. And all that matters in this life is Jesus. And his anointing, without Jesus, without his anointing, without his presence, what's the point of living? Because we're nothing without the presence of the Lord. We're nothing without Jesus. 
And I want to live in his presence every single day. Every single day of my life. And if you're watching me, if you're listening to me, you've obviously made that choice as well. That I'm not going to be like everybody else. I'm going to live separated and I'm with the presence of the Lord in my life. Not just for certain days of the week. No. I want him in my life every single day. I'm telling you, if you make room for God, he'll come in there. He'll come in. You'll feel his presence. There were there are times where I feel his presence while I'm sleeping. And he speaks to me while I'm laying down in my bed, wherever I'm at, throughout the day. Because I made a decision to live in his presence. And he will do the same for you. Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? David said, I'm like a deer that pants after water. I thirst and I long after you. 2 Timothy 1, 7. Bible says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Sound mind, not a, you know, a everywhere mind. No, a sound mind. He hasn't given us a spirit of fear and timidity. No, but a power, love, perfect love cast out all fear and a sound mind. That's what he wants for your life. First Peter five seven. Then I have one more scripture to read to you, and that I'm, that I'm done. And I'm gonna pray for you. Every weight is gonna lift off your shoulders. You will never be the same. 1 Peter 5, 7, the Bible says, give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. Let me tell you something. God wants to be involved in every part of your life, not just some. No, in every part, give your life to him. He cares about you. He, he cares about you so much that he, he even cares about what you're going to eat. He cares about what you're going to wear. He cares about what you want to drink, what you want to drink. He cares about your schedule. What are you going to do today? He cares about you every single part of your life. Let me tell you something. If nobody cares when you're like talking, like listen, for example, if you're married watching me or if you're if you have any friends, hopefully you do. Because if you don't have friends, that's um, sad. Um, but say nobody cares to hear about your day. 
Nobody cares. They nobody wants to talk to you. Nobody wants to. Nobody just cares about you. Nobody cares to hear about your problems. Nobody cares to hear about what's going on on the inside. Nobody cares to hear what's going on, you know, in your personal life. But God cares. And you can talk to him like you talk to a friend. And he'll talk back. Remember, you are the temple of the Holy Ghost if you're saved and filled with the Spirit. And the Spirit lives within you. And you can have daily conversations with him. You can have conversations with him in the shower. Wherever, wherever you are. It doesn't matter where you are. He'll speak to you. And that's what he wants to do. Speak to you. Now, I've been quoting this verse. Without even knowing it. But 1 John 4, 18, such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. That's what the Bible says. In God's presence, there's fullness of joy. There is peace. There is love that no man can, ex can explain in human words because he loves so, his love is so deep. His love is so wide. His love is undescribable and in his presence is where that love is and when you're in his presence perfect love expels all fear and god's bible says he hasn't given you a spirit of fear and timidity but a power of love that same love perfect love and sound mind god's God's will for you is for you to have a sound mind, for you to be able to sleep at night, for you to not be battling in your thoughts. No, he wants you to sleep at night, wake up fully rested and ready for your day. And that's what his that's what God wants to do for you. I'm a pray. And the power of the Holy Ghost, the anointing will destroy every yoke of bondage that the devil's put on you. Every heaviness, every anxiety attack, every panic attack will never happen again. Because after that, that yoke is destroyed, the peace of God will flood you like a, like a wave on a beach. It will completely saturate you. You'll be overcome with the peace and the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. So I want you to lift your hands wherever you're at. And you're going to feel the power of God touch you wherever you're at. Father, I thank you for the people who are, who are watching me. I thank you that they are hungry to hear your word and to be encouraged with the word of God and their faith to be built up. I, I break, I destroy every yoke of bondage that the enemy has put on your life. I command that yoke to be destroyed now by the fire of the Holy Ghost and by the anointing. I destroy it off of you now in Jesus' name. Every yoke that the devil's put on your shoulders, every attack that the devil's put in your mind, I 
break it in the name of Jesus. Every fear and anxiety spirit, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. And I command peace to flood your body, to flood your mind. From the top of your head to the sole of your feet. In the name of Jesus. And I thank you for it. I send peace over to you right now. Not just regular peace. God's peace which passes all understanding. And I thank you for it. Peace. Peace. Peace be still. In the name of Jesus, I thank you. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for it. Amen. If you received that prayer, praise the Lord. And I'm happy to do this podcast. And I pray this blessed you. And I'm telling you. The last day that you've struggled with sleeping, I'm telling you, you have the best sleep you ever had. The peace of God will flood your home. I thank you for watching. I love you. Hey, I want to thank you for listening to the end of this podcast. Have you ever made a personal decision to live for Jesus Christ and ask him to come into your heart? I want to give that invitation for you right now. Jesus Christ died on the cross for you so you wouldn't have to go to a devil's hell, but you could be in heaven for the rest of eternity with him. If you want to make this personal decision, say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. I believe you died on the cross for me. I believe you rose for me, and I believe you're coming back again for me. Fill me with your power, where I'm weak, make me strong. Sin's power is broken over my life. I'm God's child, and heaven is my home. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer, that was the best decision you ever made in your entire life. I love you, and have a blessed rest of your day.